it is messed up whenever I go to edit these things because all the tracks have your names on them. And yeah. So I will be looking at Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is a Bachelorette podcast. My name is Landon. I'm here with Jeff. Yes. And Mike. Hello. And Scott. I'm here as well. And we are speaking about the fantasy suites, the big topic of conversation for the week. Oh, so controversial, these fantasy suites. Um, I mean, everything went the way we thought it was going to, kind of. I, I thought, anyway. I thought it went nice. better. We didn't know about the order of the guys, but yeah, we uh, we had a pretty good idea what was going to happen. We didn't know who she fucked in the windmill, but we found we that have out any, fast enough. Do we have any guesses before? <laughs> who she fucked in the windmill? I would have guessed it was uh, Peter Jed. last. Like, my last guess would have been Peter. Really? He's so sexual. <laughs> Is he? Well, he's always on top of her, and he's just, I don't know. I would have assumed it's him because that's all he understands. That's all he knows to do. Yeah, I thought I thought Tyler or uh, or Jed. I would have thought Jed. Going into that, did any of you think that the one person out of those three people that wasn't going to have sex with her was going to be Tyler? Absolutely not. <laughs> that guy is all about the fuck. He's the most respectful man that has ever been with her in all of in all of history. I thought Tyler was gonna was gonna fuck her on on all three dates. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was gonna happen in the massage room. And then, do you still get to go to the fantasy suite at that point? Yeah, that yeah, I mean, I just move. By the way, his smooth, uh, you know, leap from the table, slow motion like yoga move off of the table was pretty great. Oh, he's done that before. If you guys are you guys, do you guys get massages ever? Every now and then, when I'm okay. Up. Would you want someone to just take over when you're getting a good massage from a professional, even if it is someone you're in a relationship with? On two counts, I thought that was wrong. A, yeah. <laughs> a never like sneak in to a situation where you can rub up somebody's body and they don't know that it's you. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Pretty Revenge of the Nerd style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And B, yeah, you're taking over for a professional. He, he'd better be an amazing masseuse if he's going to steal her professional massage. Which apparently he wasn't because she she was alerted to the fact it was him in I don't know, seven eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She could she could feel his uh, rough hewn hands. Yeah, he's a construction worker. I don't want those sandpaper mitts. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> also, where was this? This is Greece, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. So known clearly, for their massages. Well, also not uh, you know well out of the jurisdiction of like OSHA and any sort of legality for this massage place to have a regular customer take over the massage duties. <laughs> Let me ask you, because you just said they're known for their massages. One of the things Peter said is uh, Greece is known for their windmills. It, it, is that true? <laughs> never, never heard of that. Okay. Also, I was completely joking about the massage thing. I hope that came across. I don't, Wait, think Greece, I don't think Greece is known for their massages. <laughs> I just want to be clear. Mike is not an idiot. He does not associate massages with Greece. I'd love to get a traditional Greek massage, please. <laughs> they just smear yogurt on you. Yeah. With olives. Yeah, just a pita walks in and just wraps itself around your leg. <laughs> I don't know what a massage means. <laughs> it's uh, like a buffet, I think. Oh, yeah, one of those. 
Yeah, um, Peter, uh, you know, maybe not as well-traveled as we thought. Uh, maybe he just stays on the plane. Yeah, and then mostly domestic <laughs> flights, I think. Well, he works for Delta, I found out, so that helps with the validity of his career. Yikes. Uh, he, it's a real airline, because his, his girlfriend before he got on the show, who was his girlfriend until he was accepted on the show, mentioned that he worked for Delta, and they took a couple of trips together. So he does actually have a real job with a real airline. Yeah, th- that was a big drama that broke this week was uh, Peter's ex-girlfriend claiming that he cheated on her to go on the show, even though they broke up in December and the show didn't start until March. Her mm. point, right, was that he broke up with her once he knew that he was definitely going to be on the show. That and- seems like an appropriate time to break up with someone to me. But, I yeah. mean, if you're dating somebody and they're sort of, like, sending out resumes to other people and they're only going <laughs> to break up with you once they get accepted by the future girlfriend. Right. At the time, they were also um, – they'd only been dating for a few months and they were uh, long-distance dating, too. I don't know. I don't I, – I feel like this is not really one of those things that you need to go, like, tell the gossip rags about. It's just one of those, like, it, it speaks to character issues, and it's not a huge deal, but it's like, okay, not, not super cool that you did that. But again, hold on. Nick V came to his defense and said that someone else submitted him, and so he oh, didn't well, go. Thank, thankfully, Nick V, the one to defend anybody for anything, <laughs> exactly. there. The moral compass, Nick V. Well, he, yeah, someone else submitted deserve. him. So he, didn't go, <laughs> he didn't go through that process. So once he, well, he was just alerted to the fact that he was going to be on the show. Read that text, I'm sure, and then leaned over and said, okay, we're going to need to break up because it turns out I'm on The Bachelor. Well, here's something that I think is important is if this woman's going to the the media to complain about this, she's also referred to as a model, but she's a model that lives in Georgia. So it's not going well, I would think, if you're still living in Georgia. (laughs) There's a lot of work in Georgia, isn't there? Modeling work? As an extra in The Walking Dead, I don't know. But, I mean, like, you, if you're a model, you probably want a, a larger career. Model. She could be a zombie model in The Walking Dead. Or maybe, uh, maybe she's in the uh, No Limit rap videos, right? Is No Limit oh, still man. a thing? See? That's there. There you go. She's uh... Guys, she probably took a picture of herself in a hat, got five likes, and then, boom, she's a model. So. <laughs> oh, she's a model. She's in all of those rap videos. She makes that booty clap. <laughs> <laughs> all those I mean, rap band videos. She 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 looks uh, she looks normal, so I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. But you know, none of these people are real. They're all just looking for attention. So who knows I who's think lying? That, that excuse of someone else submitted me is a little thin. I think. What do you What do you guys think about that? Like, because anybody could say that, right? Oh, someone else submitted me. I didn't know that I was. Yeah, you don't have to accept though. It's not like and someone else accepted and then they told me pushed me on that. No, I mean, if Mike signed me up as a joke in the show and I got a phone call, I would probably hang up the phone. But it's not I don't I feel like it's not as easy as me just like putting your email inside there and then all of a sudden you're on the show. Like I feel like you also have to do a video or something and yes, also yeah. a questionnaire. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Wait, didn't, so, didn't Scott try to do this? Doesn't Scott know? Oh, we should ask Scott. Where is he? Well, I uh, I looked into the submission. Scott, Scott never submitted yeah, it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I never submitted it because you um you have to do a lot of work to get on the bachelor. That's our Scott. Yeah. i think we oh yeah there was one episode i even filmed us doing the podcast i was going to incorporate that into the uh into the submission Um, yeah that would have gotten you on for sure for sure (laughs) isn't that just a little too self-aware to try to be in the show i don't know i feel like want that that'd be okay they're at the point where they're willing to have somebody who recaps the bachelor for a living i mean this is what we all do that's uh on the uh, show so, We've so, still only been paid in one hamburger. 
<laughs> We've done I mean, this I for think, five years. I think it it didn't even cover like the full hamburger, if I remember correctly. We no, I had to pay, pay the rest of, of the bill. <laughs> <laughs> and the amount I had to pay was equal to four hamburgers. So no, <laughs> fucking rip off. No oh, yeah. man, podcasting is the future. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, I guess it is a lot of work. So I think that that whole submission thing is a little weird as an excuse. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's a faulty excuse. But but I mean it's you know it's it's what you say to like just get them to move on like I I don't think people really analyze it the way we are. Yeah, well, no one no one analyzes it the way we do. <laughs> no, except you know six million other people on podcasts. But no, no but they that... don't do it the way we do, which is to say very very <laughs> seldomly. And, yeah, and inaccurately <laughs> with seasons full seasons taken off. <laughs> No, but I mean, yeah. wouldn't it be better, say, if you're if you're caught up in this, to say that, look, I did have a relationship, but honestly, I just something in Hannah made me want to do this. I felt I needed to do this. I saw something in her, even if it's a straight up lie. I mean, wouldn't that kind of be a better way to color it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that certainly, in the especially now in the position that he's in, which is to say, like you know, later, like he's a contender, you know. Yeah. It was just something about Hannah Brown. But, I mean, truth be told, there was nothing about Hannah Brown that would attract anybody to her throughout Colton's season. So I don't know, if that, would, I don't know if that would last. Except but. Colton, strangely enough, which is why, and we'll get to this later, about just how we all feel about Hannah Brown. She may have gotten a bad edit, and I'm willing to admit that now. Oh, In Colton what? season? In Colton's season, she was portrayed as like this lying, vindictive, jealous girl with the whole Kalen, um, you know, rivalry yeah. Between the two contest, the two beauty contestants, I don't know if that's how she was presented. That's the impression that I remember having, and then I spent this morning doing my research and Google, googling, like, <laughs> give it up, Scott. Googling, like, uh, why do we hate Hannah from Colton season? Safe search off. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and it just seemed to be a lot of beefing between the two of them, and the show kind of took Kalen's side and made Hannah look like the one that was nuts. Yeah, I agree with that, but I think Hannah did enough to like show that she was nuts. I mean, you can't edit your way out of or into that weirdo toast situation that she had. Yeah, I just I, my impression of her was she was just a big old dummy. Yeah, that's good yeah. enough. Well, that's where I'm back to. I'm back to her being that. Just a big old dummy. Well, I mean, less the dummy and more just like uh, she's just awkward and weird and she doesn't know what to do whenever the camera's on her, which is ironic given her like choice of profession. So And a dummy. Okay, and a dummy. I mean, anybody that can't come up with at least like five words for a toast is is not, you know, not not part of Mensa. Well, not and, not a dummy. Anybody who will continually put up with the stuff that she like continued to put up with with the Luke business, and then all of a sudden now she's like, "Oh, I can't believe I didn't see this before, but now I'm seeing it." It's like, well, you know, you've done this like before. You've had this conversation with this exact person in this almost exact situation before. Do you? You've kicked this person that? off before. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's incredible. It's it is astonishing that Luke is still there. But we're not to Luke, guys. We still got to talk about Tyler, who wasn't allowed to bone. Yeah, that was rough, man. Rough date. But, I mean, it too, in all fairness, though, that boat they put them on that was rocking like it was a hurricane, I, what are you going to do on that thing anyway? You're just going to hey, puke? Man, 
if the boat <laughs> the boat's rocking, don't come on. Not I'm throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the boats are rocking, it's a hurricane. I don't know. I mean, it just didn't seem like a place you're really going to do it anyway. Yeah. I loved his face when she told him they weren't going to have sex. Oh yeah, because it was like that's that's what Tyler was put on this earth to do. Apparently, what was her reasoning for that? I mean, I was kind of drifting in and out of. Uh, is that they basically they've come so close to having sex so often? She is uh, not worried at all that they wouldn't have great sex, so she doesn't need to have it to know that that's uh, that part of the relationship that boxes is checked already. Got yeah. It. So at this point, she would just be having sex with him for the fun of it, and we can't have that. Who yeah. wants to have sex for the no. fun of it? Not Luke. Well, not Luke, but I mean, like... <laughs> well, I, I would say Tyler would probably want to have sex for the fun of it. Yeah, it's just a guess, but yeah, probably. Tyler, <laughs> you could... you think he was? Uh, he took it pretty well. He did. Well, you got to. I mean, I think Ow. he thinks that, like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a ring on this, and then I will be able to have sex for the fun of it after that, right? Mm-hmm. Is that when sex becomes fun after marriage? <laughs> yeah, no. This, well, no, this sex is really not getting this married. Is, this is audition sex, so maybe there's a lot of pressure, and it's not really fun until after the competition's yeah, over. Yeah, he doesn't know his lines. Well, credit to him for getting a callback, but without even going on an audition. So, I mean, like, <laughs> smart, pretty good. I'm pretty impressed. That's a pro move right there. Yeah, there's nothing to really say about Tyler's thing, I guess, because it worked out. They woke up. They were still rocking on the boat, and then it's over. Yeah, they had the worst sleep of their lives, and then they. Uh... You know, get off the boat and go do something else. And then she goes off to to be with Jed. My prediction, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at any spoilers. I know apparently everybody else has. But Tyler is, out of the four, the best bachelor possible. So his his run has to end. He's the only guy. I saw that coming a mile away. A yeah, mile away, Landon? A mile away. And that's you probably never said why anything. I could, see pro, pro, I could see producers trying to steer her towards not sleeping with him. So when he's the bachelor... He didn't even sleep with anybody yeah. on the previous season. He's, There's no strings. He's somehow pure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and apparently so, a uh, low rent massage therapist. So, so that means that <laughs> that means that Luke could get on the show uh, and and vie for Tyler's heart and be okay with the fact that he didn't sleep with anybody. Oh, finally. Oh, okay. Because he'll he'll only take someone who's pure as Tyler. Well, Luke hasn't had sex in three years, he said. So, meaning he fucked a bunch before then. There's no purity there. Whatever. You know what? That explains a lot of his attitude on this show. Yeah, I think that dude needs to get laid. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And by somebody not named Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, because that didn't work. The Jed date. Yeah. That was pretty contentious. Yeah, it almost went south. Uh, Almost. It went a little south. It, yeah. what, I, what I love is that they did that thing again where they found a random family, and I was like, guess what? You've got four hours of these people. But the uh, fact that family was like, isn't this weird? How are you going to decide? Like, those are kind of amazing questions to create a very awkward situation. Yeah, this is by far the worst date situation ever because it's like it's awkward eating with your family in the first place. It's way awkward eating with not your family. Uh, and then nobody speaks the language, and we're all sitting there, and then there's that – a uh, lady with the sunglasses do, pulling like a weird Godfather thing. She's like, <laughs> hey, so have you made your decision? And she's like, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> the old Greek Godfather. Yeah, the old Greek Godfather. So I enjoyed Jed in this in this episode because he asked all the questions that I've asked since basically day one, where it's like, if you if you feel this way for somebody so vile, then how on earth could I feel comfortable having any sort of feelings for you? Yeah, totally. But then why, why again do we hate Jed? Because we supposedly hate Jed, right? 
I don't hate Jed. I think he. I think he was. I think he did what exactly what he needed to do on this date, and almost at the expense of maybe you know whatever the show or you know his love or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, I think he pulled no punches, and I think that was. I think Hannah knew it exactly. Like she knew he was right. Yeah. Yeah. And. Funny enough, uh, Hannah had the same conversation with Colton about Kalen on the last season. What? Of, Did they she really? Couldn't believe that, she couldn't believe that Colton would be into her and Kalen. We do it for a living. Mike's just, what the fuck are you talking about? Colton. That was maybe the first time I'd heard any of those names. <laughs> This is what an hour of research first thing in the morning would do for me. I got it. I got it. So what did she say to Colton? She it was basically the same thing. She was like, I don't understand how Kalen could be on this show and I'm on this show and we've both made it this far because we're nothing like each other. And he was like, Oh, you're right. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that backfired. Uh can, can I say why I do hate Jed? Yes. Yeah. He just seems like a giant phony. He seems like he's 100% there to further his music career, and that is it. I mean, that's probably yeah, true. Yeah, I could buy that. He's, he's like, surgically attached to that guitar. I'm, I'm shocked he didn't bring it into the Boom Boom Room with him. Yeah, that is weird that he didn't have it. Does he seem that way because we know things outside of the show? No, he seems that way because he's sung 40 songs on the show. <laughs> He just really likes got, music. Mike, he, he sang about three songs, but one song four times. So, And that's, that's the one he's trying to push. Yeah. It's, it's clear that he wants, he wants everybody to know that he is a musician, and he wants to have people listen to him now. What do you think would happen if the song, the only song that broke for him, was Cobblestone Streets? Now, uh, would that be like an Islands in the Stream sort of a thing, like a Kenny Rogers? Streets. The best thing about that was he'd, he'd probably have to share royalties with Hannah. Exactly. So you kind of oh, have man. to stay with her now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because that could kick off. That could be their uh, A Star is Born moment. Right. <laughs> and then in the end, he's... Uh, well, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> oh, that'd be a great ending to this one. Holy shit. Fucking Jed hangs himself. <laughs> Feeds his dog a steak and off he goes. <laughs> Oh my god, a finale you've never seen before. <laughs> the most shocking bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a big picture of his boots swinging. <laughs> I would not put it past them to show that on TV either. That'd be like an eight minute shot of just Jed hanging. Like, should we cut him down? Well, hold yeah. on, let's hurry up and get the angle right. <laughs> yeah. But then they'd have an episode where they explain why it's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like he's just changing a light bulb and the stool falls out or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he happened to be wearing a rope. Whoa! <laughs> well, you know, I was wearing my hipster rope and uh, got caught on something. <laughs> Better put this rope around my neck just in case I fall. <laughs> <laughs> Safety first. This must be so serious to Jed, though. I mean, everything he's doing because his family only talked about his music career and they're concerned about his music career and whether or not she'd be willing to accept his music career. So the guy doesn't have a backup plan. That, 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 now you can see why I think he's a phony. They're from Knoxville, Tennessee. If you're not a country singer, then, like, it's drywall for you, buddy. <laughs> but even, I mean, Knoxville's terrible. I've never been. I don't know. We're, we're Isn't he from Nashville? Listeners. He, well, he lives in Nashville, but he's from Knoxville. That's where the family was. Oh, I got you. Okay. I've driven through Knoxville. It was kind of cool, but, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, you didn't stop there for very long. <laughs> I did not stop there, no. 
What is it that's wrong with Knoxville? I have no idea. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but the thing that I remember the most is the Simpsons episode where they take the road trip and go to the wig ball or whatever. I don't it's remember just, that. Was that like I mean, season it's just 24? Like, season 18,000. <laughs> it's just like shitty, like Eastern Tennessee. Mm. Yeah, but in a weird way, his parent, like his mom and his sister were kind of act like they had that call out thing, the same thing that Jed was doing in this date. Like, like it was that honesty that was totally without, you know, care about what it means for the actual show or whatever, right? Right. Anyone you else want to say anything? You guys hated that family. Jeff, so it doesn't matter. Jeff answers for all of us. The boys say yes. Well, no, I just thought they were all they're all looking for the same amount of attention Jed was. Like, they all put on a show. And they I were like the, I the bitchy mom and the I don't know. Sister. I disagree. I, I think that they were... They I don't were care just, if you they disagree. They thought the whole thing... I thought <laughs> they thought the whole thing was a sham. And then... And so... You know, and then told her about it. And then Jed says, hey, you know what? If you couldn't like this dude, then this isn't real. This isn't real to you. And I don't care. It's like, a family of entertainers, Landon. Well, all right. So you think Jed is real? You think he's authentic? No, but I do think that him saying that to Hannah is like the right thing to say. Because, For yes, sure. That is right on. And that's got to be baffling, too. Like, I'm sure that's got to be just like mind numbingly like annoying to to have Luke be there that long and three other guys be the complete opposite of Luke. Absolutely. Yeah, or at least some version of the opposite yeah. of Luke. And one of his complaints was that when he's waiting in that line of people, like it's left to him and Luke, and that final decision is like, I don't know, and it's like you're relegated to the status of that guy that yeah. literally everybody in the whole house the entire time hated. He never made a single friend. So I think there's that where it's like, I mean, you, my ego took a shot. Like, Really? He's got lots of friends in that Cracker Barrel, though, on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before they open? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're his friends, or they just come together because they had that one single belief. But Could I you mean, all I... pray at another table? I'm trying to marry the ranches here. <laughs> <laughs> My cheddar biscuits are getting cold. Yeah, I mean, it... <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't say those are his friends. They just don't. No one has any friends in that world, so they just cling to each other, but... I don't know. I'd be upset about that. Not necessarily that it wasn't going to work between us, but it was like, you consider me to be at the same level as that piece of shit. We need to talk about this. It's people who know each other through a book club, basically, and they really, really can get intense and and enjoy talking about the book. But I I don't know that that makes them friends. You don't know a person uh, fully if all you talk about is basically one subject. Yeah. It's the best-selling book of all time, Scott. Yeah. Well, it's had the longevity plays a role in that, but still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Luke, let's talk about. Speaking of Jesus, let's talk about Luke's date. Um, this is, I mean, I knew that this was going to be pretty good. I just had a good feeling about it, and boy, did it not disappoint. <laughs> Were you guys taken aback by the size of that chain and cross, or was that just par for the course of old Luke? Did it get bigger throughout the course of the date? It did, <laughs> until there was, like, another Luke sitting next to him. The cross was having a drink. This was the time that he... It, <laughs> it was time for him to reveal that he was Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah, we hadn't figured that out. Yeah, that's true. It is, I mean, that seems like a cross that somebody in Greece would wear, right? Yeah. Uh, no. I think that's his travel cross, his Greece travel cross. Okay, yeah. Now, let me ask you another question. Do you think he even knew what Santorini was, or... Uh, I don't Did think he, he knows what much flop. is. If it's not in the Bible, he probably doesn't know what it is. I don't practice Santorini. <laughs> I have the same thought. 
when he was like, no way. Then he checks his phone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they uh, so he gives like it's so great how he approaches these conversations because they're the worst way to approach any conversation ever. Which is he's like smiling and they're having a good time and he's like, all right, now I'm going to pivot the conversation into something that is awful. He's stuck. He's stuck around this long, so I don't know if he's going to say awful things. Is it not? I don't know. How would you pivot into those conversations? Do you think he's? I mean, do you think he's that dumb that he thought that that conversation was going to go another way, or is he well, just yes. like? Yes, I do. Huh. I mean, if you listen to them on the helicopter ride, my favorite line was her being like, I think it would be so fun if we could swing from a ladder up here. And he goes, I love your imagination. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where, where, where is he supposed to go from there? <laughs> it's like, that's the most fantastical thing that he could think of. And <laughs> I, you know, there's a couple I never of things. imagined swinging from a ladder. Wow. Uh, Can you imagine bungee jumping naked? <laughs> oh, that would have been an explosion. <laughs> Let me ask you about another thing. He said he's ready to make history in his family. I want to make sure that from now on things are known how they should be. Uh, grammar aside. <laughs> what 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 is he talking about? Is the history just the fact that it's an addition to the family and that is history, or is there something more there? Yeah, there's got to be. I have no idea what he was talking about. Wait, what is that quote again? I'm sorry. I'm ready to make history in my family. I want to make sure that from now on, things are known how they should be. Okay, I have a guess. Okay. That's right before he asked if she slept with anybody else? Yes. He's trying to get the record straight for the b books of history in his family so that when he enters her into the ledger, he can write Hannah Brown, virgin, married <laughs> Luke P, you know, or whatever. Virgin. Member of the King's Guard. Yeah. I, <laughs> but is anybody, I mean, does that mean that everybody in this family is entered into their marriage uh, pure? Or, or is that pure for several years? I don't know what, what he wanted to establish. <laughs> I couldn't figure that one out, and I actually rewound it a couple of times, and I was like, huh? But, you know, then I have to remind myself, ah, oh, that's right, it's Luke. And then you just have to walk away. Well, his whole conversation about purity is complete and utter BS, because this whole thing is just about control. Like, that's the only thing this thing is about. Like, it has nothing to do with religion or, like, you know, saving yourself for marriage or anything like that. It only has to do with him controlling Hannah and what she does. So, and religion is the vehicle for that. Yeah, the religion is the cover for it. But it's like in terms of what he actually cares about, all he cares to know is how far she went with each one of these guys. That's all he really wants to know. And, yeah. and he desperately needs to know it. Like He needs her to say that she didn't do anything, which is ridiculous because he knows that she did. And yeah. It's just it, he cannot help himself. He just can't help himself. He, it's like, you know, he sees the train in the tunnel, but he still continues to drive down that tunnel. Oh, it's good like, metaphor. I got I, I to gotta see what the what on the other the other side of this thing. It's not a train. It's going to be just a, 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 a little kid with like a stick and a light. That's what it's <laughs> like. It's ridiculous. But uh, thankfully, you know, she sees through it immediately. But she, he did this before and she also got mad at him. And, again, tried to send him away, and he didn't go anywhere. So this is why I don't know if this sticks, you know, like, or whatever. Well, he has that face. I mean, he always – he immediately yeah, regrets what he says weird. every single time. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he regrets it. I think he's just like, 
you know, he's uh, he's mad at he's like shocked that he said something or whatever. I was dog sitting for in Texas for four weeks, and I know that face, and it's the like, look, I know I wasn't supposed to shit on the rug. <laughs> I am truly, truly sorry about it, and it's never ever going to happen again for the next couple hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. In my dog's face, I always see, but it's going to happen again and just deal with it. So it's like, well, all right. I guess Luke's going to shit on my rug again. It's like, you, you love me for all my faults, and this is one of them, and it's going to keep happening. You know, what I, did, what I did like about their conversation, though, is because I've never understood why that she allowed him to stick around. I mean, I, I did because she wanted to have sex with him. But, I mean, she did say to him, this is the first time I've ever felt like I fell in love, I, that I felt love at first sight. And I guess that was the unexplainable, like, why do I feel so strongly about that guy? So at least we had that moment where it was like, that's why you've kept him around. You're saying, like, I actually maybe fell in love with you the moment I saw you. Yeah, but his whole thing was like, it was a bill of goods to begin with. Like, it was like, not the reason that she felt that way was because of his uh, total just, you know, look into her eyes, feel like... She, like she feels like he's paying attention to her seeing her soul or whatever she said like you know it that's all garbage because he's not doing that he's just he's got those weirdo eyebrows and he looks well, like he's, a, he, he's he looks like in, a dog he's intently looking at her because he's analyzing her for like weaknesses and places that he can get in to establish more elements of control is he a terminator <laughs> <laughs> At five eight, I don't think so. <laughs> he was That's one of the, the the first models, the first Terminator yeah. models. They sent him back. They sent him back in time for him to surely destroy himself because they could not bear to have him around. Oh, we <laughs> somebody messed up the measurements on the. Machine, so. <laughs> we were supposed to make an eight foot five Terminator. We actually made a five foot eight Terminator. Anyway, get rid of it. Just let it play itself out. He'll screw it up. Sure enough. <laughs> Teach it about God. It won't be able to shut up, and then somebody will eventually kill it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun, because I, I mean, I, I still believe that Hannah is a complete fool, but she handled two situations fairly well. With Jed, she was able to tell him honestly how she felt. And with this, finally, sure, it took a whole season to figure out. But once she did, she unleashed. And I was, I was proud of our, of our Hannah, even though I still think she's pretty much... A dummy. But I mean, yeah, it, it was almost like, well yeah, said. this should have been the opposite way around, right? It, she should have gotten mad at Jed and then let him go and then gotten mad at Luke, but then ultimately not let him go. Like, that's how I would sort of expect this night to go. Yeah. But she finally did the right thing and even dropped the windmill bomb, which finally we figured out it's not that she had sex with the windmill. It's that she had sex in a windmill. And obviously that would be Greece because they're known for their windmills. Still up, <laughs> still up for debate. Don't think so, but there's that one. There was an image of one. They yeah. had one windmill in Greece, had, but that's the one, one they know about. So that ended up exactly how I wanted it to end up. Yeah. And what's great about that is Luke learned literally nothing, and he thinks now that Hannah thinks that he doesn't want to be with her. Yep, that's great. I love how his mind twists these things around. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, but his Hail Mary before he uh, got into the car, that was, the, that was a pretty great Hail Mary. But you uh, owe me this? No, no, no. I, no, no, no. Well, before that... The very before, last thing he said. Okay, before that, Scott, bef go. Before that, he said, um, after saying, if you slept with anybody else, I would need to remove myself from the show. And then when she was literally trying to drag him from the table and remove him from the show, <laughs> he kept saying, like, oh, you know what? I think we can work through anything. Yeah, I'm willing to look through... And that was his, like, on the way to the limo. And then, yes, the final Hail Mary. Which was, can I pray with you? 
I thought it was, can I pray oh, over you? Can I pray over you? Can I pray over you? That's right. You're totally right. Yeah. Which is like, good Lord, what is that? She can't even join you in this prayer because she's so filthy? Like, what exactly, what do you think you're going to fix here, Luke? Yeah, how in the world was that going to work if none, if nothing else worked? That's crazy. What do you What do you think he hoped to accomplish when he said, um, if you slept with any of the guys, I'm going to have to remove myself from the show? Do you, do you think that he thought that she was going to, like, say that she did and then repent and say you're the one that... I mean, it, it, we're getting into his mind here. Like, this is not a, a logical person's mind. This is a dangerous place to be in his mind. You <laughs> have true. to start yeah. it off... I feel like I'm already getting pummeled. ...with an acknowledgement that... <laughs> He is not a good guy, and you in no way want to. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, for him to say something like that. I'm just very curious as to what you think he thought the end result of of that was going to be, because he had to know one that she had had sex with the other guys, and two that she was not going to repent about that. I think he just wanted you confirmation. Yeah, I, do you think he knows, like, he doesn't know what order he's going in, you know? That was interesting, yeah, because he's like, I could be fourth, third, I, I never knew if they knew the order. I mean, that'd probably be icky if you found out the order and you were number four, but <laughs> but still, like, I, that was interesting to hear, because I didn't know if they had known. I, I think he just wanted confirmation, and then he can go ahead with it, but um, he, much like Luke always does, he didn't have a follow-up plan. He just blurted something out and did... I don't understand eyes right afterwards yeah, because he doesn't because again it's not about that it's about the control element like he just wants to control this in any way he can so if he were to be first and he made his point known then maybe that would plant the seed in her head that she couldn't sleep with any of these other guys because if she did Luke would disapprove of that as if she wouldn't know that Luke would disapprove of that somehow he's got to he has to say it he has to verbalize it yeah if he was first do you think that would have worked I don't think no. it would have worked, but no. I think I think he might have I think he might have had more of a chance to stick around than he did going last. Yes. Like I think he might have been able to pivot his way out of that a little bit better than he did here. I think Maybe. if he found out he was first and I think if he had found out that she hadn't slept with anybody, he would have gone much harder with how much he loves her and would have really manipulated her to that point, but once he found out he already uh, he was fourth in line, and she definitely had sex with... I mean, I think she had sex with Jed and Peter, is my guess, right? She yeah. definitely had sex with Peter. Twice. But yeah, with, and, and I'm sure she had sex with Jed. Yeah, the Jed suite was amazing. So, I mean, like, that definitely... And she didn't have sex with Tyler only because that's all they'd really gotten to do together was almost have sex. So, why go Which all the way Which is kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's weird, but uh, I don't know. I mean, Tyler... Whatever, we'll leave it for that because they're eventually going to have sex somehow. But, but I, I assume that he wanted just to hear that he was first, and that he wanted, but he didn't again have any sort of follow up plan. And so when it exploded, all he could do was just sit there dumbfounded. Ooh, it was great. Ooh, ooh. I, that expression that he had, where his mouth just fell to the floor, and at, when she was like, "And I, I, you know, I had sex in a windmill," he did that. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's a windmill? <laughs> <laughs> was a who? <laughs> yeah. So that went down. It was like, dear God. But but now apparently he's going to come back. And do you think like they show him like the tapes? Like when he says stuff, like he's like, oh, you know, uh, I got to convince her that I actually do want to be with her. Do you think like, hang on a second, cowboy? Like, why don't we look at the last date and just see how that went and see if you remember it the same way? 
Like he's got he has no, he twists everything in his mind. In like Landon, you would be a terrible bachelor producer if you're, you're the right. one telling Luke he should not go. No, but back. I would I would shoot that. I would then film it. I would film him watching himself. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm in if you do that. But I don't think they're going to say anything to put a halt on someone acting like a dickhole. I mean, they're yeah, going to be like, sure, and put him back in a car in a suit. It's the whole MO Dude, of the she show. took you back once. She'll probably do it again. You should try, Luke. <laughs> you know what she said to me? She said to me she really likes you. At what point does it start to become dangerous for like the other contestants to keep bringing this clearly mentally unstable person back? Um, well, from what it looks like at the end, uh, he's going to be beat up by two guys. So I don't think. <laughs> but it's like and the I, only person in danger is Luke. I got to feel like the producers are probably pumping bullshit into his head. Like, no, you know, Hannah told me in interviews that she really loves you. And, you know, you need to go back there and you need to really tell her how you feel. Like, I got to feel like the producers are doing that kind of bullshit. And that that seems like it's just going to stoke the flames of Luke's weird fire. In my yeah. 55 years of doing this show, I have never seen one person so into another person, Luke. You've got to go in. <laughs> but if you want to talk about stoking the fires, these are also the people that pushed Demario and what's her fuck back into a pool wasted to go, <laughs> yeah. to go hopefully have a sexual assault and have it on film. So, I mean, it's not as if anyone here is as, you know, moralistically pure as Luke. <laughs> no one else is wearing a cross to dinner is what I'm trying to say. That's true. A giant cross where they can't even like lift their head. <laughs> it's the it's the body of Christ is actually on his cross. <laughs> that's that how cross pure. really does represent his relationship with Christianity very well. Like that's how he wears his faith. Is just, hey everybody, did you know that this is my faith? Did you know that hey, excuse me? Did you see this big, beautiful cross on my chest? Well, I think I think yeah, part of it big, is big. It's flashy. I, I think part of it is that, like, I think he realized that his really only true connection with Hannah was Christianity, and I think he is like bringing that to sort of remind her every time that she looks at him, like, no, this is where we connect. Remember, we're Christians. Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those things, too, that this is a woman that likes sex. She mounts everybody, and there's nothing less sexy than Christianity. No offense to Christians or anything, but uh, to bring that up in an environment where you're hopefully going to get down to some ooh-la-la, the last thing you want to be is like, there's a third person here with us, and his name is Jesus. Well, like, that's just like, a bad idea. It sounds like he <laughs> didn't want to get down to ooh-la-la. It sounds like he, I mean, he made it very clear, like, immediately that he's not having sex till he gets married, which could be a long time if he's, if he's going to treat all women <laughs> like that. That might not be a good plan, but <laughs> who, find who better than Luke? Without, without access to television at this yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this guy's dating life, I don't know. I mean, everybody back in his hometown loves him, but I, that might be under threat of violence. But I was wondering the entire time, since we met those people at hometowns, what are they thinking this season? I don't know. I wondered about that, too. They're watching this, and they're all in support of Luke, and they believe him to be a totally different guy than what he seems to be. Like, what are they saying? Like, I can't believe he's the foil. Like, why? It's unfair. Are they talking about this season? Because I'm curious how their uh, perception of Luke changes. They probably probably don't watch it. And if they do, then so what? Bachelorette has now ruined the perception of this guy for 25 people. Who cares? Like, no, no, no. It it wouldn't be ruined. It would just be uh, them understanding the person they thought they know a little bit better. I'm sure he's a martyr at this point in that Cracker Uh, Barrel. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's believable. So... Fuck all those people. It sucks, though. And, and like, what's, what also mainly sucks, besides, you know, all the obvious things that suck about it, is his, like, double standard for it. His, like, hey, 
I've made these mistakes in the past, and now I've come to see the light. So that means that you can't do anything, and that's the element of control that he exerts over that thing. And that's like again, that's not a religion thing. That's a control thing, and it's a super huge red flag. Not a, not just for like a relationship, but for a human being. Like, get far away from that idiot. You know, like it makes no sense. And I guess she finally is. I, I hope so. I don't know where they travel next, but apparently her father, David Crosby, uh, shows up. So I don't, I don't know what location, but that's getting pretty far away from Luke. But then again, Luke shows right back up. So I don't yeah. know. That explosion looks good. The only thing I'll say in Luke's defense for this cool. is oh, that, God. He's, is that he's, again, a, Mike. he's a great guy. And, he's, <laughs> and he really loves Hannah. No, it's that uh, it, is, it is really weird to go out on a date with somebody that you envision uh, proposing to in you know two to three days' time and to know that on previous nights she slept with two to three different people that also have the same intentions. That part is weird. Do yeah, I think course. he handled it correctly? No. And also, like going into this show, you know that that is a caveat of the show. But I could understand him being weirded out by that because that is a especially like somebody with like a fragile ego like him to be to be confronted with the news that the girl that you love and that you plan on uh, proposing to in a couple of days just had sex with two to three people that that's got to be kind of a, a blow to his ego but he also thought that naked bungee jumping was immoral when that sure. had nothing to do no, with immorality. He's, he's a crazy person. And, and like I guess maybe I'm not really coming to his defense so much as I'm saying that that is a weird situation. I, I thought about this and I was like, it is unfair to ask someone to do that. But if I was in the situation, the only person, if I found I was like, did you sleep with Luke? And if the answer was yes, I'd be like, okay, that guy, I'm out of here. I'm yeah, fine I'm with out. Tyler. I'm fine with Jed. I'm fine with Peter. I'm fine with Chris Harrison. Did you sleep with Luke? <laughs> And that's the one moment where I'd be like, you're gross, go to hell, I'm out of here. Right. But anybody else, it's just a part of the show. Yeah. Guaranteed 95 of anybody, like everybody watching the show going like, oh, you didn't sleep with Tyler? Okay, I guess you're an idiot. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, he's going to make a good bachelor, though, I hope so. I mean, after he kicks the living hell out of Luke, apparently, and, (laughs) I don't know, Portugal, wherever they go next. (laughs) Portugal, known for its windmills. (laughs) And street fights. I can't wait... (laughs) I can't wait for Tyler's season when he goes to the fantasy suites and he brings 14 girls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's like, keep those roses coming, buddy. (laughs) I'm sorry, sorry, Jeff, I just can't make up my mind for the seventh straight week. There's no way I can do this. There's no way I can pick between these four. I'm going to need eight. We're going to have to have fantasy suites in week two. Then we're going to do hometowns. Then we're going to go back to L.A. and handle the rest of this in the house. You know what? We're going to do fantasy suites at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Uh, (laughs) The cheapest place for the most available rooms, basically. Yeah, exactly. The entire season is just fantasy suites. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I think he'd make I mean I've, I've enjoyed Tyler I think Tyler is genuinely funny at times too so to me that's an awesome pick so I hope he doesn't get picked I hope he doesn't advance because that's that guy's stellar for a bachelor Man, I'm if in they did a, what if they did an all Florida bachelor <laughs> holy oh, <God>. fuck <laughs> we know other countries do their from version what, of the bachelor <laughs> we should have other states doing theirs that's from, right from what correctional facility will they do it from <laughs> 
I know who's gonna walk out of the limo like a meth eating gator at some point. Like what the? Heck? How's that gonna turn out? Oh, Florida's awful. Yeah, it's awesome, but it makes good contestants. Well, we have some time to wait. I think we've got what is it? I, so they weren't. So we've got. Do we have next week and then men tell all, or is it men tell all and then next week? I couldn't figure it out with I think four next roses. Week is, I think next week is men tell all, then finale. Apparently, okay. what I heard was the the taping of the men tell all was uh, an eight hour taping and two hours of which Luke was sitting in the hot seat. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Those free tickets came back to bite those people in the ass. Yeah, I know, true. Jesus! Eight hours. It was mostly him giving testimony of God appearing in the shower. <laughs> yeah, and, this, and praying over every person that's there to watch the show, I guess. True. Would you yeah. watch an unedited eight-hour version of this men tell all? No. 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 I'm barely going to watch sick, no, and I'm he made watch one rose, 50 roses. <laughs> <laughs> the director's cut of the men tell all? Oh, yeah. no. I don't think so. Ridley Scott's men tell all. Yeah, finally, with 45 minutes of except No, six hours of... No, I don't think I could do it. I mean, no, is there thanks. anything to really tell this season except for Luke stuff? Yeah. <laughs> um... Mental all should be men fight Luke. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. I mean, there's, there, I, I can't think of anything else that's really controversial this season that, that doesn't involve Luke. Replace the stage with an octagon, you cowards! <laughs> I don't, if there's anybody that I want to see fight, though, it's Mike and Luke. I think that's going to be a good one. So. Yeah. If, if I have a vote for who I want to get into this fight in an eight-hour television show... <laughs> to be clear, you do not. <laughs> okay, yeah. Maybe that's true, maybe it's not, but that's what I would stick around for. You I would watch eight I hours. Write? I could write anybody right now. Info at chrisharrison.com. <laughs> I will see. I don't know. I guess we have to watch the men tell all this time because it's going to be interesting enough to hold our attention. Yeah. This is the, one yeah. of the first times that I've been excited about that episode. I'll be in Texas, so I, hopefully we can still get together and talk. The Wi-Fi there should be good. So, um, Does that mean that three of us are going to be in Texas next week? No, no, no. I'm back. Uh, no, Scott's back. Oh, okay. We can't have three of us in Texas. Otherwise, it'll just fall off the map. So, That's, that's true. we got to have something. <laughs> Somebody needs to weigh California down. <laughs> that's, we're here to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the heroes that blah, blah, blah. Yep, that's right. <laughs> All right, then. Did we cool. do it? Well, uh, that, that <laughs> yeah. was that. Was that a podcast? That was a podcast. Uh, this is Broses Before Roses. If you like what you heard, be sure to tell all your friends. We just got a couple more weeks of this, and then we hit uh, Bachelor in Paradise, which will be uh, pretty good. Dean's got a nice mustache he's rocking. So Ooh, I can't wait to watch one episode of that and then disappear. Yeah. <laughs> now it'll be good. It'll be compelling. It'll be great television for now all. Now that we can all record from our own homes and yeah. not actually have to put in too much work, I, I like our chances of having a consistent podcast. Well, that that, that just put the nail in the coffin. Then it? <laughs> it'll be interesting because I I don't know two thirds of the cast members, so it'll it'll be like a whole new yeah. season for me. Exactly. Yeah. You spend some time getting to know some people. Hey, John Paul Jones is there, so fuck it, I'm in. Exactly. That's, I'm there. Yep. There for sure. Uh, hey, Jeff, thanks for being here. Thank you, Lennon. Thank you, Mike. You're very welcome. Thank you, Scott. It was the least I could do. Yeah. It definitely was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. This is Rosal for Rosal.